Good morning. Mayoral races with more than one candidate for the first time in years. Three-way races, contested council seats. We are headed for a very interesting year of town council elections. For Wednesday, March 7th, it's your Loudon Now Morning Minute. You and thousands of other people listen to the Morning Minute every day. It's trusted, it's personal, and you take it with you wherever you go. So if you've got a business, why not advertise on the Morning Minute and reach the thousands of people listening right alongside you wherever they are. Get in touch at loudonnow.com advertise or email us at sales at loudonnow.com. That's loudonnow.com advertise or sales at loudonnow.com. Thanks for being with us. I'm Rince Green. The ballots are set for the town election on May 1st. I should say town's election. Last night at 7 p.m. was the deadline for candidates to file for the mayoral and town council elections this spring. Nine mayoral and 22 town council candidates will have their names on the ballots in their respective towns, including Percival, Middleburg, Lovettsville, Hamilton, and Round Hill. So let's hit the contested races. In Percival, Mayor Quasi Frazier is hoping to be elected for a third term. He'll be going up against Percival native and 23-year county government employee, Chris Thompson. This election season begins amid the town's four ongoing investigations of top administrators and a search for a permanent town manager. There will also be three open town council seats. The competition for those will be among Councilman Ted Greenley, who was appointed to fill a council vacancy earlier this year, Joel Grew, the director of a Christian leadership program for teens, Tip Stinnett, chairman of the town's planning commission, and Steve Warfield, a marketing manager at Costco. Councilman Doug McCollum was initially running but withdrew Monday. Councilwoman Karen Jimerson will also not seek re-election because she plans to run for the County Board of Supervisors in 2019. Middleburg is having its first contested mayoral race in 26 years. Six-term Mayor Betsy Davis is relinquishing her seat to work full-time at her family-owned business, The Fun Shop. And really, who could blame her for deciding to run, work at a place called The Fun Shop instead of <laughs> being mayor? Three people will be competing for that gavel, Councilman Bridge Littleton and Mark Snyder, and Vincent Batowold, the chairman of the town's Economic Development Advisory Committee. There will also be seven candidates competing for four spots on the Middleburg Town Council, council members Darlene Kirk, Peter Leonard Morgan, and Kevin Hazard, along with Cindy Pearson, the town's former economic development coordinator, Kristen Noggle, the owner of an equine services company, planning commissioner Mimi Dale Stein, and Chris Bernard, the e-commerce director for West Federal Retail. This election comes as the town is moving toward renovating portions of its water system and building a new town office. Lovettsville will see kind of a similar race for mayor. Three-term mayor Bob Zoldis will step down to consider opportunities to become a fire chief. Councilman Nate Fontaine and Keller Williams realtor Chris Consall will be competing to be the next mayor. 
Lovettsville will also have three open seats on the council and six people competing for them. Those people are Commissioner Christopher Hornbaker, Renee Edmonston, a visual fine arts teacher at Loudoun Country Day School, Nick Hayward, a principal systems and solutions architect at Terra Logics, Matthew Schilling, a technical account manager for Sutherland Government Solutions, Will Hyde, an information resources team lead at the Insignia Federal Group, and Meredith Kopp, the manager of a barn and boarding facility in Lincoln. Councilman Mike Dunlap will also be on the ballot for a special election to fill an unexpired term that ends in 2020. The deadline for voter registration, if you're in one of the towns, is April 9th. Town elections will be Tuesday, May 1st. Go to loudonnow.com slash morning minute to check out the whole story. In other news, on their first day of work on County Administrator Tim Hemstreet's proposed $2.6 billion fiscal year 2019 budget, county supervisors carved $333,000 out of that proposal. Supervisors have begun the work of going through Hemstreet's proposal department by department. At their first work session Monday, they tackled the spending requests for general county administration, also including the Commissioner of the Revenues Office and the Treasurer's Office. In total, those departments and offices account for $122 million in Hemstreet's proposed budget, up $11 million from the current year's adopted budget. In that proposal, those departments got several new hires, like new personal property tax compliance specialists and real estate appraisers for the Commissioner of the Revenue, and new public information officers specializing in transportation issues, human services, and emergency management. Supervisors carved $333,000 out of those departments. They did that by taking out one of four requested new public information officers and two of three new real estate appraisers from the Commissioner of the Revenue's office. County Chief of Staff Caleb Weitz said, forced to choose, county staff would likely prioritize the human services public information officer over the emergency management one. As to the real estate appraisers, Commissioner of the Revenue Robert S. Wirtz Jr. said his office can often go long stretches without reappraising a property, leaving potential tax revenues on the table as the county is unaware of properties that have grown in value. But he also already has four vacancies for real estate appraisers and said he has seen several potential hires turn down job offers because of the pay he can offer. So supervisors decided adding more vacant positions isn't going to help. As to that pay, supervisors recently got a report showing Loudoun's public employees are paid far less than their colleagues in the Northern Virginia region, and the county is in the middle of a project to devise new pay scales and job descriptions and bring employee pay in line with the rest of the region. These votes so far are unofficial straw poll votes. Supervisors are scheduled to take an official vote on the budget based on these straw poll votes on April 3rd. Speaking of money, Loudoun has won $25 million in federal funding to complete North Star Boulevard between Shreveport Drive and Route 50. The county won that funding through the U.S. Department of Transportation's Competitive Transportation Investment Generating Economic Recovery, or TIGER, grant program. Completing that section of North Star Boulevard will create another north-south connector between some of the county's major thoroughfares. North Star and Belmont Ridge Road together will then make an unbroken connection from Route 50 clear to Route 7 around Brambleton with ramps onto the Dulles Greenway. The new North Star Boulevard segment will be a four-lane divided roadway on a proposed six-lane right-of-way. It will include a 10-foot-wide shared-use path and six-foot-wide sidewalks, three signalized intersections, and two new bridges. That's an expensive little stretch of road. This $25 million award chips away at the project's total estimated cost of nearly $88 million. 
This is a road with sort of a storied history. In 2016, county leaders were frustrated in their efforts to win state funding. The Commonwealth Transportation Board voted to move $43 million away from North Star Boulevard and into a Route 7 project over in Fairfax County. The county also hopes to win funding from the Northern Virginia Transportation Authority for North Star. As to that Tiger grant, the county made that application for the grant after Congresswoman Barbara Comstock suggested it, and she and Senators Mark Warner and Tim Kaine wrote letters to Secretary of Transportation Elaine Chow to support Loudon's application. Eventually, the county plans to extend North Star even further south to Braddock Road, which is another east-west route into Fairfax. The county plans to fund construction of that road in two segments, and those two projects total more than $75 million together. And speaking of financial windfalls, a woman from Sterling claimed her $3 million lottery prize just before it expired. Last September, Ina H. Fernandez bought a Mega Millions lottery ticket at the Giant Food Store in Cascades. About a month later, she realized it was worth $3 million. Then she put it away for her safekeeping. The ticket was set to expire Monday, but she finally turned it into the lottery office last week. Fernandez, a retiree, told lottery officials she wanted to think about it and get her family finances in order before claiming the prize. Get the full story on this and all these stories over at loudonnow.com. While you're there, check out our story about a gathering of hundreds of people at the Congregation Sha'ar Shalom Synagogue in Leesburg, where a former white supremacist talked about the mindset of the people doing things like distributing those KKK flyers. It's all at loudonnow.com. On today's calendar, O'Fallon's Irish Pub in Sterling is hosting Pub Quiz Trivia tonight from 8 to 10 p.m., and I'm told they've got cash prizes. Get the details on this event and check out the rest of the event's calendar at getoutloudon.com. And if you like the Morning Minute, use your lottery winnings to buy ads on all the other podcasts so they have to talk about how great this podcast is to tell all your friends and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and it'll be waiting for you there every morning. Okay, have a great day.